Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. I am your host, Fergus. I'm joined today by a Leeds fan, Chris, and old man, Trev. We're going to look ahead in episode 145 to Leeds versus Arsenal at Ellen Road, a game that used to have an awful lot um, about it. We haven't played each other in the league for uh, a little while, so this should be quite interesting. Uh, First of all, introducing uh, old man, Trev. Trevor, how are you doing, mate? Hang on. How are you? I'm all right, thank you, Fergus. I'm I'm all right, thank you, mate. Looking forward to today. Glad that international breaks out of the way. We all know how I feel about those, so I'm not going to dwell on it. Back to the Premier League today. Back to Premier Football. Wish I was more confident about the game today. I am worried, if I'm honest. But uh, good to be watching the Premier League again, mate. Good. Looking forward to it. You know what, Travis? Like I heard you say that minutes ago. Honestly, it it, it, it just really well, does feel. <laughs> Well, Fergus, you've led yourself in here, son, so I'm going to drop you in it. Pete, well, I'm sorry we're late on again, but once again, Fergus pressed the wrong button, so we've been talking to ourselves for the last five minutes. But hopefully we'll be all right now, Ferg. <laughs> Thank you, Trevor. I knew, I, I knew you'd never, never, Carl, never uh, Carl, back me up. Carl, let you down, son. I know you can't. Chris, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Uh, yeah. See you nice there in your, in your Leeds colours. Um, yeah. A friend of Trevor's, who's a non-Arsenal yeah. fan. Yeah, friend of Trevor's. Well, if he calls me a friend, I don't know. Depends what mood he's in. No. <laughs> it does. And Trevor, You'll be no friend if we lose to you today. Who are you? <laughs> keep, keep going on. <laughs> uh, Trev isn't very confident. Um, you, before the show started, said you'd just come finished work and you'd been down the bookies and you stuck a tenner on. I, I don't know, I've just had a tenner with uh, with Trev's lad, Brad. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, okay. Cheeky tenor. Side bet with him. So yeah. Also ten pound richer come this afternoon. We'll see. Fine. Can okay. You, can, can you pay me later, Chris? Because he owes me a tenner. Yeah, I think he owes you. I think he owes you a few tenors, don't he? No, you're, your brother. No, you're not wrong, lad. <laughs> <laughs> so Calvin Phillips is available for Leeds again following a month out with a shoulder problem. Mm-hmm. And COVID has also hit the Leeds camp. Um, with Rodrigo recovering from COVID. Uh, he's 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 back available, but Hernandez and Shackleton and Lorente are unavailable. How much of an impact will that have on on your your team having Phillips and Rodrigo back? Yeah, both both being probably our two best players so far this season. Um, Phillips was last season brilliant. Um, Rodrigo, I haven't seen much of him. He's done like you know he's, he's, he's sits behind Bamford up front. Um, he's done all right. Yeah, he's done all right. Took sort of Hernandez's position. Um, obviously, Hernandez is out. He's our, you know, playmaker. Uh, we're missing Shackleton's good little runner. We're going to miss him. He's got good legs on him. Uh, Lorenzo, we haven't seen him yet. Signed for 20 million quid in summer. Or whatever it was. Was it the summer? I don't know. We're confused now with COVID. Um, we signed him before season started. And we haven't seen him yet. He's been injured. So, um, it'll be a good one. Good centre-back to get back, hopefully. Um <laughs> Trev, we're without party due to a thigh injury. Kalasnyak and Mohamed El Neni also because of the lovely international break that we've had, which was pointless, uh, are now um, self-isolating because of uh, COVID or COVID positive tests or whatever. How do you think that will impact? Uh, you know, who would have thought this time last year or two years ago, people have gone, Christ, we haven't got El Neni. 
Yeah, and, and uh, Fergus, how right you are there, my son, because I was thinking about that this morning. You know, he's come from nowhere and leads away. Leads away. We're going to miss Partiel and any today. I think both of them would have been would have been probably in the starting lineup for a, for a, what's a tough away game, a, a decent lead side. If we're honest, you know. Well, we all know we all know how decent leads are because in January didn't they give us a run for our money at Ibrid, at the Emirates? They should have done us, you know. They should have turned us right over, but. We got away with one, so we're all fully aware how good they can be, and and I do worry with our El Nenny and party, and it's made me adjust my normal choice of scores results for the game. So I'll tell you about that in a bit. But yeah, we'll miss El Nenny and party badly, I think, mate. Hopefully, uh, Bamford has got the same shooting boots on he had at the Emirates uh, back in January because uh, he should have had two or three, Chris. Uh, we we nicked it 1-0 and it was a little bit against the run of play. But uh, Bamford, who has been a great uh, striker for you recently, um, he was he was shocking that night, wasn't he? Our posh boy Bamford's got some new Prada boots this season, so he's all right. He's going to bang a couple into <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he going to be consistently good all season, do you think, Chris? Is he going to hold his form, Bamford, or is he just on one of them runs? He's, he, yeah, I mean, last uh, last week at Palace, he scored two, one got disallowed for his armpit being offside. Um, the week before against Leicester, he should have scored it first minute, and then Leicester went down the run and scored in the, you know, 30 seconds later. He still, he still blows a bit hot and cold, but his work rate's up there for me. So he's, yeah, he's, I was thinking today, actually, yeah. if you look back at Leeds and Arsenal, like we've had, Rio Ferdinand against Thierry Henry. We've had Tony Adams against Mark Viduka. Is it going to be David Luiz against Bamford today? Is that what we've come to? Well, there's an issue no. with David Luiz. David Luiz's wife had a baby yesterday, so there's quite a good chance that he might have the the day off for paternity or whatever, you know, because I, I don't know. These days... We can but hope, Fergus. We can but hope, son. Yeah, okay, then, Trev. So, so Trev... Oh. It, would you you say you can but hope not to have Louise in Louise has been actually quite good this season for us and and when he has played in that back three he hasn't been the clown that he has been in some of the games at the the previous season you know nine times out of ten I thought thought he was halfway decent would you not have him in the back three? I can't argue that point Fergus in fairness but no if I'm honest Louise doesn't get in in our best back three, and it's just 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 going back a step there to what we were saying about how shocking it, not how surprising it is that we're saying we're going to miss El Nenny. What's surprising me as well is that when we played Leeds in January, my biggest concern was our defence. Our defence isn't my biggest concern anymore, Fergus. My mm. back three, my best back three at Arsenal at the moment, right, is Gabriel Holding and Tierney. I know not, some people don't agree with Tierney playing inside a bit. But I do. I like to see Tierney inside alongside Holding and Gabriel with two wing-backs, whoever you want to choose, be it set. I think we might we might even see Cedric today. I don't know what you think about that on the right. And then probably Saka on the left a bit deeper. And So, so no, I'm not worried about Louise not playing, mate. I'm, I'm not a big believer in him. Um, I can't knock him this season. But um, if, if we do play Louise, then he should play further up the field in front of the back, in front of the back three. Well, up alongside, say maybe Shaka or somebody like that. Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. knows? Now you mentioned Cedric. But that Cedric, won't happen. You we mentioned Cedric. Cedric has spoke highly of our a lot of in uh, Arteta's press conference before this game. What did what? It's like we've. I didn't watch the full press conference. I've read some bits and pieces on Arsenal and some of the the various uh, newspaper articles. 
he was he was saying quite a lot of positive stuff about him. I, I didn't, I just didn't understand it. We haven't seen him play that much. Well, Fergus, he's not going to be negative, is he? He's not going to go out and talk negatively about players, so he's going to be positive. And 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 he's, he, he he probably needs Cedric today then, and he's geeing him up, but. Uh, Cedric, when he's played, he hasn't, he hasn't knocked me socks off, but he hasn't let us down. It's worth a shout. There was explanations about the, the injury he carried when he came, and there was explanations about how he got his nose broken training and that put him back another month. So Arteta's just give us a good, solid update, and uh, and we'll see where we go from there, you know. He, I think he'll play today. Chris will be over the moon, by the way. West Ham have just scored at Sheffield United, mate, so they're winning at Sheffield United. Okay. Um, down there. You, met, you mentioned Arteta. Arteta is the new new kid on the block, but he's uh, for thirty eight. Seems to be reasonably wise uh, as a tactician. He's learned from some of the best, including Pep Guardiola. Uh, Pep Guardiola, uh, his um, his mentor, uh, including Wenger, somewhere along the line, was Bielsa. Um, Pochettino, another good manager. Uh, who's in the marketplace? Also, was a teammate um, uh, off with Pepe, with Pep. Um, you know, they, they're both very vocal and admire uh, admirers of each other. Um, Arteta said first, uh, it's his work rate, the amount of hours he puts in, the detail he puts in, uh, and and the people around him to support him. He always helps to evolve ideas. He has a unique way of training. He's also got a, u- a unique way of viewing uh, a game from a, a turned up. What is that? A, a turned-up water bucket, is it, Chris? On the side of the pitch? Yeah, it's a bit posher than that now. It's, it's padded, and you can buy them <laughs> club shop for about ninety quid now with the sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Welcome yeah. to the Premier League. But <laughs> <laughs> Fergus, I'm sorry, I'm going to ask Chris another question. I hope you don't mind, mate. If you do, just listen a minute. You'll be all right. Um, Chris. <laughs> What you know, Bielsa can't speak a word of English, can he? Or is that just for the television? He has a he has a, a interpreter in, mate. I think it. I think he's maybe not. He probably sixty percent can speak English, and I think he don't want to get caught out and make yourself yeah. daft, you know. On you know, if he, yeah. if he fails to understand something, or so I think that's why he has an interpreter there. We've met him outside Elm Road, and he understood everything we said. So, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen some footage of him stopping off at some. He's really good with 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 the fans in the sense with yeah. the, the kids and some of the like you know some some of the people in the community. He walks from his house, which isn't far away from the training ground, and if people see him, he'll stop and shake hands with the kids. And he does speak English to them, so I think you're probably right, Chris. He just doesn't want to get his himself confused. Mm-hmm. But, if you want to play for his team, and this isn't turned into a Leeds uh, love fest because we will go Arsenal heavy in a minute, but if if uh, you want to play for his team, you have to be all or nothing. Arteta talked about it will be 100%, 100 mile an hour, he was talking about. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, his first, his first hour when he turned up at the training ground, he had the lads, had all the players picking rubbish up from, you know, he had them with, you know, the litter pickers and bin bags. They made them do that for three hours to show them what it took the fan, you know, to earn 30 quid to go out to get, you know, that, that's how long time, time it takes to, to earn the money to, to go out to pay for a ticket. So he wanted them to understand, you know, listen, these guys are doing this just to do, see you play football for an hour and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, every, everything he does seems to be flat out 100%. It, it doesn't leave no stone unturned. You know, he is, he is in everything he does. 
Um, I think he's a little bit off the radar as well because he's, you know, he, he cracks me up sometimes with, with what he does, but his actions and now he sits and, you know, but yeah, every, everything. This, this murder ball game, the play, literally all the coaching staff, the, the play again, five aside, if the ball goes out, another one gets chucked back in. And I think they play for 15 minutes solidly, which sounds all right. It's only a game of football, but it's not. If you don't got that breather, you've just got to keep playing and you keep playing and you keep playing. I mean, I've heard Calvin Phillips, Luke Kaling talking about it. It's like, they just, it, it, it kills them. But the lads fitness, to be fair, yeah. last season, we were attacking. You, you can see in their style of football and the way that we'll expect to see them today, it will be all attacking us. And that's hopefully where we'll catch them on, uh, catch you guys on the break. Um, Trev, um, Bielta was equally as uh, complimentary of Arteta. He said they have a manager who has a purpose, uh, of, uh, a purpose, a style of which distinguishes the team. He's a coach who wants them to play uh, to a project from a tactical point of view. If you watch Arsenal closely, they show things that I've never seen any other teams do. You know, he didn't have to say that. And I think that's that's very good for him to say about a young manager. Yeah, absolutely. You, you wouldn't have heard those words coming from the like of uh, Mourinho or some others because because they just don't have it in their nature to be that pleasant about an opposition manager. What Bielsa says about Arteta is exactly right. And we spoke about it last week when we'd done a podcast, didn't we, Fergus? In that us Arsenal fans, we need to stick behind Arteta. We have seen change, like Chris just said that Bielsa said. We have seen change. We are a better side in certain areas of the field. We're, we've now reached a stage where in certain areas of the field, we're getting the best we possibly can out of what we've got, I believe. I believe. And and that's not Arteta's fault. That's the legacy that was left before him. OK, so we've, we've made some changes. We've bought some quality. Party and Gabriella are making us all drool at the mouth. I think the end of this season is when we see the massive changes. The contract ends. They can be got rid of. Things can change and we can bring other players in. And and the back end, and this time next season, just, just coming up for the Christmas period next season, that's when I say people will be entitled to start judging Arteta. That he'll have had a good time then. He'll have had his transfer windows. The contracts will have run out. People will have moved on. People will have come in. And then we can start having honest judgments on Arteta this time next year. Not before. Not before, Fergus. And in the head-to-heads, Arsenal have won six of the past seven meetings of drawing together. And we've won uh, our last four top flight away games against Leeds. The record of Leeds overall is Leeds 41, draw 32, Arsenal uh, Football Club 47. In the 24 games since the Premier League started, it's eight wins to Leeds, four draws to Leeds and 12 uh, wins to Arsenal. Um, and that's combined home and away. So you know, they're, they're quite hard fought. And over the years, like uh, I, I, I messaged you guys and said, think think back of like your favourite um, game. Trev, you, you're the oldest of us, obviously, clearly. Um, hey. So, <laughs> so, so when what's what's your best and, and worst memory of a Leeds game? Probably your best, I suppose. Well, you see, Fergus. My my early memories of football, Leeds were were a fantastic side, and and not many people beat Leeds. You know, um, they 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 won the league in in seventy four, but they'd had a great side. That's where the dirty Leeds tag uh, came from. That side of those late sixties, early seventies, they beat us in the League Cup final in sixty eight, and then they beat us in the FA Cup final in in seventy two. 
when um, when Bob Wilson was was injured and and Jeff Barnett played in the final. Well, I'm not blaming Jeff Barnett. We lost one 0 to a to a very very good Leeds side, um, and then they won the league in '74. Leeds, but I mean '74 is also remembered for another reason in that um, um, in that Man United got relegated that year. Leeds won the league, so it was hilarious, you know, because no one ever thought Man United would get relegated, and they did. So. My early memories of Leeds are bad, are bad. Um, and then no massive games that I can recall that we've played against Leeds. You know, as you say, we've won more league games than we've lost over recent years. Um, I mean, funnily enough, you know, when Leeds won the league in 92, right, if, if, if you look at the results for that year, we had three or four terrible results. And I'm not saying that we threw it away because we finished, I think, about six or eight points behind Leeds in 92 when they won it. But I think we drew it home to some awful sides that year and we didn't play to our best and Leeds went on and won it. But Chris, that, that winning the league that season, from what I can make out, mate, didn't, in, in the long run, didn't that nearly put Leeds out of business? There nearly was no more Leeds, was there? Yeah, yeah, 92, yeah. Yeah, it was um issue with the chairman. What goes on behind closed doors, you know, you never... Never get through. You didn't win the league. It was it was getting into Champions League football. You came second, wasn't it? I think the the, the problem. Yeah, there the was problems in that too. And won the league. I mean, oh, well, twelve and uh, Leslie Silver was jamming there. Um, but yeah, the 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 more recent one we went out of business. Well, was looking like we went out of business. Was well, Brisdale were in charge when he, he spent hmm. yeah well, millions and millions. Uh, he gave Valeria a checkbook, semi, didn't he? Semi finals <laughs> of the Champions League and. Oh, I think we're still paying for Robbie Fowler now, to be honest. You know, you know we had goldfish what, on 30 grand a week. And he's, uh, you might be office. paying for the white lines he had on the pitch. Sorry? You might have been paying Robbie Fowler's white lines that Probably he had on the pitch, yeah, you know, yeah. the lime lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, in, in all honesty for me, Fergus, in all honesty for me, I love seeing Leeds back in the top flight, you know. They've got a passionate bunch of fans. They deserve to be in the top flight for Leeds. And... Uh, I'm just gutted that we're not already in Leeds today with Chris Ramsey buying me a couple of beers and uh, me getting drunk and then trying to find him after the game so I can laugh at him because we've beat him, you know. And uh, so I'm a bit gutted we're not there today. But can, can, can Leeds lose three consecutive league matches for the first time under Bielsa? I've read that today as well, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We, we Like you've said already, if you catch us on the break... That's the only snag with us. The centre backs are pretty slow. Um, yeah, you can see you conceded a joint high, league high, seventeen goals after the eighteen rounds uh, yeah. uh, game. So you, you're conceding over two goals a game. Mm-hmm. That's the. That's just, the we can't talk about conceding son, after the Villa game. I was gonna re- I was gonna reverse the question. We're struggling to score one goal a game. Will we be able to score two goals a game against this Leeds t- today? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. How, I don't know the Leeds defenders, so I can't rate them really. But if they've let in all those goals, then if 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 I, if what's his name, Albert decides he's going to get his shooting boots on, then anything can happen. But on current form, Fergus, on current form, we would have struggled to score a goal, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it worries me greatly today, if I'm honest. We've, it's not often lost, I get worried, but yeah, we've we've lost our, our last three Premier, uh, last three or four Premier League games, uh, as many as we have in the previous twelve top flight matches. We failed to score in each of those three defeats. 
Uh, and we haven't um, found the net from opening play in six hours and 26 minutes. It's set pieces, penalties. You know, that, that that's where we're getting our goals from. Uh, and, and it's clear that the, the issue is probably more around the midfield and the creative side of the midfield. Trev, who do we put in that in that slot to feed whoever's up top? And who do you put up top? Oh, mate, I've, I've not hidden the fact that I'd love to. And, and a lot of people don't agree with me, but I, I don't care. My view is I'd love to see Saka given that number 10 role, the three that will run across the field just behind the forwards and, and pick those through balls. I think Saka, I'll say it again, is, I think Saka's the greatest young talent in this country, bar none. And I've said that ever since he came into the first team and made his debut when I saw him in the Ukraine one freezing cold night. Amazing young man. Um, I think he should be given the freedom of the park behind the front two um, in the number 10 role with freedom to go left or right. Um, we need someone that's going to free these passes through to our forwards, you know, and, and, and we've not got that. We have not got the creation. We've not got the creativity. And so we've got to look differently. People are saying give give uh, give Nelson a go. People are saying give Willock a go. Um yeah, people are saying Sabios can do it. Well, Sabios has had opportunities and he's not really set the world on fire. So I'm looking at Saka. I, I think Saka will play on the left again today. I'd like to see him play just behind the front two and give him the freedom of the park because I think he's the future of our team, Fergus. And what about uh, a, a young chap that spent uh, half a season alone at Leeds uh, last season, Eddie Nketiah? Uh, he hit Leeds by storm. I think he played... Four, he started in the first four or five games of the season uh, and scored in all of them. Then he unfortunately got an injury and then he fell out of favour and Bamford got further up the, the food chain and so on. It, uh, Trev, should Eddie get a look in in, in that central role and, and drop Lacazette? Um, I, I, I'm not averse to, to, to dropping Lacazette, but I don't think Eddie gives us any more options, mate, if I'm honest. From, from, his, from their form this year, from their form this year, but having said that, as we just said, it may, it may not be either lacquer or his fault. It may be the fact they're just not getting the right balls coming through from the midfield. So would I drop lacquer for Eddie? Probably not. Would I drop lacquer and play Pe play Albert in a central role and put Pepe in up front with him? Yeah, that could possibly work for me. But I don't think that lacquer and Eddie... Taking lacquer out and putting Eddie in, I don't think it'll give us the edge we need right now. But then again, I hope I'm wrong. Which would worry you more then, Chris, if we had Lacazette up top or, or a combination of Aubameyang, Pepe or Eddie? Well, what's your thoughts on Eddie? You saw him play for Leeds. Yeah, I mean, he knew where goal, knows what goal is, doesn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we've seen of him every time I've watched him. He's scored, I think, even going, you know, under 21 levels. I think he's, you know, I think he's a fantastic player. Um, obviously, you guys have seen him more for Arsenal. Um, I'm surprised he's not knocking more on the door, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think I think it's probably down a little bit down to his physicality because as much as he can find the goal and everything else at, at, at the under twenty two, under twenty three level, when he's getting up into the senior level, I think if, if, a bit like Walcott was in his early days, and some of the other young stars come through early, he's just not built strong enough, you know. Mm. Um, so Arsenal have won nine of their eleven games in Yorkshire, only losing two. Um, Bamiyang has scored four shots in the last, um, has, has had just four shots in his last Premier League appearances. Trev, would you would you even consider dropping a Bamiyang? Oh, no, not no, not presently, Fergus. Because let me chuck that right back at you. Who do we bring in instead of our Bamiyang? Who's the goal scorer? Who's the goal scorer in history? 
No, you, you can't drop Aubameyang, although I think his, his, his form has gone right off. It has gone right off. Um, but to repeat again, I think that's more to do with the midfield not feeding him. I was, I'm not adverse to, to Aubameyang playing wide on the left. He scored lots of goals there from us, for us in the past. That's not working at the minute. So I'm expecting Arteta to make one, one or two changes today. But what, what he'll do, who knows? But we do trust Arteta and whatever he does, he'll get my full support, Will the Man. Unless he plays William in that number nine role again, then he's out, gone, finished. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I was going to come on to William. What, what, what do you do with William, the blue-eyed boy that's able to go off and uh, jet around the world for lunch in Dubai? Uh, and yet again, um, you know, the what, what, what was the um, phrase that um, Arteta used when, when he first took over that there will be certain standards that there was unconditionals and stuff like that. What happened to them, Trev? Yeah, I agree, mate. I agree. I, I, I'm not a lover of William. I'm not a lover of William. I don't think he's done enough for us. Um, if he was good enough to win Premier League, Chelsea would have got rid of him. They'd have done all they could to keep him, and they didn't. I think we've got better options than William, and I don't agree with any players travelling around the world. This, this, this... This I'm drifting again, Fergus. I know you're going to roll your eyes, but you'll have to live with it for 30 seconds, son. This this international break, right? I've seen players from every club in the Premier League and many in the Championship travelling all around the world to play football, right? Mixing with people they don't normally mix with, coming out of their bubbles, travelling on aeroplanes, travelling on buses, sleeping in airports, right? And they're all, not all of them, but a lot of them are catching COVID, right? None, nobody should be travelling. We've got this bloody virus going all around the world. People are dying, right? And and, and do you know what? They're, why they're travelling? They're travelling because football sold its soul, Fergus, sold its soul for a Nations League that's a worthless, useless competition that they've got to, they've got to play in. Nobody should be travelling. None of the footballers should be travelling. No internationals. Player, player Premier League, player FA Cups, anything else? No. Shouldn't happen. Not until we get rid of this virus. No, uh, to be honest, I, I agree. I, I think the international break has been absolutely dog shit and it, it shouldn't be allowed. I'm just ch trying to check Twitter because Team News should be out any minute now and then we can we can look into that. Um, before we got Team News and before it's announced, Chris, give us your score prediction of what you expect the game is before you even see the team. Um, I think we'll have the same team. Well, Phillips will come back in um, and Rodrigo, but... Yeah, I think I'll, I'll be happy with a one nil Bamford scruffy eight to nine minutes. <laughs> and they'll frame that tenor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trev, Trev, um, I know you abstained in, in, in our WhatsApp group, uh, which is a penalty point in my view. Um what is care. your what 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 is your score prediction? Oh, four near Arsenal, of course. No, I'm I'm, I'm going to reel my neck in today. I'm going to reel my neck in today. I think that we're going to score, find our scoring boots. Um, but I think we're only going to score two. I'm going to go 2 0. We're going to keep a clean sheet and we're going to go 2 0. And I hope we do win because if Leeds win and Chris wins that bet off my lad, my phone will be ringing just after the end of the game. It'll be, Dad, can you lend us a tenner, please? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a. Uh, I'm going to go 2 0, but I'm not going to go for a confident 2 0. But I'll never say anything other than Arsenal winning the game. So 2 0 for me, mate. Um, I've predicted uh, 3 2 uh, three two to Arsenal. 
only for the fact that we said earlier on about Leeds conceding so many goals. Um, and I think if we can play the offside, tra- uh, the, the counter-attack correctly, I think, and we can hit the back of there, I think we can capitalise on that. I can see Leeds scoring against us because the pressure is just going to be immense. Uh, I'm hoping for a great game, but I can contradict everything I say by saying I don't even see us scoring a goal. <laughs> but I'm st- I'm sticking with 3-2. Yeah, I'm sticking with three two. Just waiting on um just waiting on team news to come through. Uh, I think the team's out, Fergus, but I can't get it, mate. Uh I think it has, yeah. It's just come out. Uh I'll yeah, give me two. Lineups minus William. That's all I've got so far. Just waiting yeah. on the lineup. Here we go, mate. Here we go. Shall I read it, Fergus? Yeah, so we've got Leno and Goal. Yeah. We've got Bellerin, Holding, Gabriel and Tierney uh, at the back. Yeah. Um, Shaka Sabias in the, the midfield. with Willock yeah. in front of them. And then uh, we have got William. Um, William, Pepe and Abamyang up front. Um, yeah. on the he's pitch. obviously resting Saka, isn't he? But he's got, he's got Saka on the bench. And Saka's played all three games for England as well. He's been, uh, He was out on his arse against Villa the other week. And I don't know. I think the kid has been overplayed. Lacazette, Nketiah, Nelson, um, uh, Maitland-Niles and uh, Saka all on the bench alongside Mustafi. Um, so it looks like a back four. Unless Xhaka plays in the free and Tierney plays on the left, mate. We've seen that before. Well, you know what? What I have seen a lot of... Um, a lot of is we change our style. We go for three at the back when we're in attack, and then when we're defence, we're a four-five at the back. So I, I think it'll be some uh, variation of that. I'm just going to try to refresh the screen here to see if I can get the leads uh, line up for so, you. Unless you've got it, have you got it? Now? Where does Willian play in that? Where does Willian play in that lineup? He's not playing. I, I it scares me that he might be I playing in front of middle Fergus. No, I've Willian out on the right. Uh, and Pepe through the middle because I know he is definitely trying to get Pepe through the middle. Let's see if I can just share the screen with you so you can see the team lineup. My broadband is well, my computer is absolutely awful. I'm going to try and share this with you guys. So we got. I've not seen um, Leeds yet. Yeah, it's coming up here now. So there we got the lead side. We have got uh, here goes my pronunciation: Spinner, Ailing, Cooper, Cooch, Phillips. Um, Dallas. He just called you a cock, Fergus. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> definitely cock. He's <laughs> cock. Uh, Alioski, uh, Beleoli, bloody hell. Um, Harrison and Bamford. Please with that, um, Chris? Yeah, number 18, uh, Rafina. He's, it's his debut today, so he, he's a Brazilian winger, so we haven't seen much of him. He's been coming on, so it looks like he's kept um, Costa out, so... Yeah, yeah, a little bit more defensive than we normally do, to be fair. But yeah, well, yeah. I, to be honest, I think you're wise to because otherwise you're just playing into our hands to a certain degree. And I mm-hmm. think that probably needs to take a little bit more of that along the along the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking at the benches, as we said, we got Saka, Lacazette, Ronarison, Maitland, Niles, Mustafi, and Nelson, and Inketi uh, on the bench. Um, how are you with your bench as well? Are you all right with that? Yeah, Tyler Roberts, come on. Uh, Pervader's a good little player. Uh, yeah, Rodrigo, I thought, might start. He's on the bench, but 
Yeah, I think, yeah, team wise, I think we've gone a little bit more defensive than we have been doing. Uh, I've never heard of any of them. And uh, Mes Mesley is probably the yeah. best thing to come out of the um, FA Cup game, what we had against you. Our young keeper that day had a great game in Cup and he's kept the spot ever since. Well, since uh, Kiko got done for races and he's managed to keep hold at number one spot. So, yeah, his young kid's done all right. Yeah, he did have a good he game that night, in fairness. Sorry? He looks about 12, doesn't he? It does look 12, yeah. Yeah. But when you hear him talk, he's got the deepest voice in the world uh, and he's about seven foot. But yeah, he look, does, look, does look young. Uh, yeah, done all right, to be fair. Right, guys. Well, I can't I'm believe that we're myself. going with a four. I can't believe you that can't we're believe going with a four. four. I can't believe that we're going with a four at the back. I, 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 I'm not against it. I just didn't think I'd see it. Not in an away game like this. I didn't think I'd see it. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit surprised at that, but we'll see. And and, and Willian and Pepe playing on the flanks. They're, they're, they're not the best at their backtracking, are they? You know, so... They're not the best with their backtracking, so I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not full of confidence. You got two ready-made centre halves in Holding and Gabrielle, so it would make more sense to have Bellerin and Tierney as like left backs uh, and right backs. Um, yeah. it, it does make sense in that lineup to have a four, then a four-three-three. Yeah, well, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a four-three-three. And let's just let's just hope it works. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's. Uh, I'm a little got... bit lost for words at the minute, but then I w again I would be uh, anyway. But uh, let's just hope it all works and uh, we turn this. I, I mean, I've never heard of any of them Leeds players. They can't be that good, can they? Never heard of any of them. Who are they? You watch them in an hour, mate. You'll see. And then and then a bloke comes on this show as a guest, Fergus, and calls you a cock, mate. I wouldn't <laughs> be having it if I was you. <laughs> I'm going to the car. I'm, I'm going to up the M1 now. I'll see you in a bit. I'm sure I'm going to give Brad a ring, see if he'll make it 20. Because I don't very <laughs> I ain't lending him 20 quid. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, Trolls, Trolls is a regular viewer, and he's just put on their stupidity not to start our best player, Saka. But if, in, in, in fairness to Arteta Trolls, it's uh, Saka's played three internationals in six days, which, as we've just heard, really annoys me. Annoys me no end. But I can see why we're not playing Saka from the start. Um, that the young lad should be should be um, should be rested maybe a little bit. Yeah, and I agree with that as well. We do need more bodies in midfield. This will be this will be really interesting to see how this goes now. I'm looking forward to seeing this. It's, it's, it's different to what we're used to, boys. Hopefully, we'll shine. You know, we'll shine and uh, we'll overrun the midfield with our extra bodies. But if my score prediction is correct of 3 2 to the Arsenal, true, yes, it will be a high scoring game. Guys, um, Chris, enjoy the game, but not too much, please, mate. You know, thank you very much for coming on and joining us. Uh, yeah, it's never easy to come, come on to a, a, an opposing side's uh, podcast, but I think we've been gentle enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, listen, Fergus, just before you go, it, I mean, Ferg, uh, Chris has been on here once before, hasn't he, some time ago? But uh, I'm going to I'm gonna give his family a plug because Chris and his family are, are, are great business people in the town where I, where I live near Skegness. They, they, they're good. They run decent businesses. And, and if you're ever in Skegness, anybody, and you want some decent fish and chips, Seaview Chippy on, on Seaview Road, right? Proper little chippy is. Bang on. Go and get your fish and chips from there. 
Tell him Hills in a Guna sent you, and uh, you'll get a few more chips, I hope. All right. <laughs> thanks, Chris. Appreciate you, mate. Cheers, Trev. Thank you, mate. Trev, uh, as always, thanks very much for joining us on the show. Um, and uh, we'll speak probably. Oh, wait, Fergus, Fergus, just before you go, just before you go. <laughs> every time. Go on, one, not, one attempt. Not, not really, Fergus. Move on, son. Move on. Up the Arsenal. Come on, son. Uh, we'll be back either probably Tuesday this week, uh, just depending on some. Uh, my wife needs to use this uh, desk on, on, on Wednesday. So probably Tuesday. What for, Fergus? Uh, to use the computer, so otherwise I'll be doing it. So, boys, oh. <laughs> you have been listening to an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Only one last thing to say: up the arse, up the Arsenal. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.